Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Active Towns podcast, conversations about creating a culture of activity. My name is John Summerman, founder of the Active Towns Initiative, and I'm honored to serve as your host during this podcast journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always wonderful to have you along for the ride. Today is Saturday, the 20th of February, 2021, and I'm a day late posting this episode for y'all. In fact, this is not the episode I'd intended on posting this week. And to be completely honest, I wasn't at all sure I'd be able to get anything out due to the big winter storm that paralyzed the state of Texas in general and the city of Austin in particular. At our house, the power and heat went off at 2 a.m. on Monday morning and did not return until 4.20 a.m. on Friday. Now I've lived in plenty of places across North America that get much colder and have bigger winter events. But this one was primarily a challenge because the Texas power grid has not been properly winterized, even though this happens every 10 years or so. Now I don't wanna get into the politics of why this keeps happening, nor do I wanna belabor the fact that one of our senators decided to jump ship and escape to an unplanned Mexican vacation. What I do wanna address briefly is how events such as these bring into focus how fragile our modern world and its conveniences really are, and how we take for granted the simplest of pleasures and creature comforts until they are taken away. For four straight days, we were pretty much focused on keeping ourselves and our five sweet laying hens alive while reaching out to check on and assist our neighbors in any way that we could and as needed. And they did likewise with us. People reaching out to help others as a community in the face of a natural disaster and, lest we forget, in the midst of a devastating pandemic. Given that all technology systems, including our cell phones and access to the internet, were pretty much down during the height of the event, it was truly an information dark period. So checking in on someone's welfare was a much more personal action. And speaking of neighborliness, I simply have to send a big shout out to MJ at our local corner market, which remained open throughout the storm in the dark. He was truly a lifeline to the entire community. And this brings up an interesting point. When the power is out and technology is down, cash is extremely helpful to have on hand. Fortunately, we didn't have to buy much as we were relatively well stocked with food at the house, but we did need matches, which he provided to us at no charge. And it was comforting to know that he was there if we truly needed something. Once we had the house stabilized, I ventured out to explore the community a bit, and the following are a few observations of note. One, for those residents who knew to shovel the sidewalk in front of their property, thank you. It didn't take long for the unshoveled sections to become quite treacherous. Two, the streets were once again occupied by people walking and kids playing, as driving was too dangerous and there was pretty much nowhere to go. Three. For future storms such as this one, a brigade of volunteers to shovel critical activity assets, such as the Fluger Bike and Pedestrian Bridge over Lady Bird Lake, would be such a huge help for continued safe, active mobility. I've included some photos of this structure and the ice buildup, which could have easily been prevented on the landing page for this episode. Okay, that's all for this week and this super short episode. I have some water to boil. I'll be back next week with our regular programming, featuring a fascinating conversation with Doug Gordon, who many of you may know as the Brooklyn Spoke on Twitter. So until then, this is John signing off by wishing you much activity, health, and happiness. Cheers. Cheers.